Welcome back to another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Don't worry, I'm not going to waste your time with an explanation of today's show. So grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Because no, I can no, always put an intro. That wasn't my point. Just <laughs> <laughs> physics. Look here, look here, uh, Brett he's, Michaels. He's wearing the, uh, we're just exploring my inner demons here. You wouldn't have been quite as polite when you left the internet. No. I mean, if need be, we can start a GoFundMe page for you. This is but where we lack comparative knowledge, Mac. Damn, dude, three hours later. Others actually want to watch some people play. See reference to... Rick and Morty. I will do my editing, don't you worry. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Hey yo! Hello. What's up, brother? Oh, there's big sexy. What's up, brother man? How we feeling? All right. Sure. <laughs> I just I just got up from a nap. Okay. I, I almost believe you when you say it like that, man. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I'm tired. Uh, sorry to wake you up. We ready to jump into this? It's another good week. Uh, another great week. Another good week. Depending on who you who you root for. Who you ask. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, I would have preferred South Carolina to win, but I mean, guys, we 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 know better. We know. Well, well, well Big Mac wasn't to... here last week, and you said you wanted it to be not a behind the shed, old fashioned ass weapon. Do you feel like after watching it, did it, or if you watched it or caught up on the highlights, was it an old fashioned ass weapon? I, I think you called it perfectly. I think um, Bobo has dialed in. Which is good. That first series, that first right. series, which has got to be, it's, it's got to be pre-scripted. It's got to be pre-programmed. Sure. Bobo's done a good job of pre-scripting and pre-planning that first drive, and maybe even he has a couple packaged drives in in the can that he kind of pulls out in certain game type situations. Dropped passes, I noticed, were a huge problem. It, but for dropped passes, I think that game would have stayed closer earlier. But once Florida got momentum, I mean, it was like, what, what's the point of, no, it just wasn't. Here's, here's the question we have to ask, right? And, and Thor, you and I talked about this a little bit the other day, I think in the group chat. Haas, to your point, South Carolina's first drive looked good. They still put up 24 points, which is not a bad game, right? But did they put up 24 points because they were really good or because, let's be honest, right now Florida's defense is a little suspect? Well, I mean, the combination there of the one of those right? one of those touchdowns was off the turnover, right? right. That uh, Trask fumbled. Right. So, right. I will say I'm happy that even with good field position, I'm happy they were able to capitalize on that because, as we all know, turnovers win games, right? They just do. Right. Sure. Like I don't know this is the statistics historically, but if you go back and look, I'm sure it's in the 90 percentile that whoever has the most turnovers wins the game. That leads to to give me some hope because if you can't capitalize on turnovers with touchdowns in the SEC, you're not going to win. You, you True. Just... They, they've they got to find more offense. Again, like you said, either off turnovers and making those count. I got to be honest, guys. Be more consistent. I thought the run game looked great. Oh, you're the run you're... game. The run yeah. game was tearing you got your defense up, like especially that out right off the tackle. Yeah. It didn't matter if they went left or they went right. That right off the tackle run game looked really good. But you're right. There's a lack of consistency. And you called that, Thor. You called that yesterday. You called it last week. That is what they're lacking. But They get weird, that first drive in, and then the consistency just goes to shit. Yeah, but it's what's weird is, A, that it happens right after that first drive. But like you said, the drop passes. You didn't see that on the first drive. Yeah. They were very consistent on the first drive. So I don't understand what happens when they come out of the gate after that. I think they probably practice those first drive plays and they probably practice that first That's drive. That's what they practice. Right. And yeah. so it's it's the muscle memory. 
you know, and the comfortability Maybe. of it. And then all of a sudden they get off of a script or they get into a place they don't do often. And I don't know. It just, it's, it's look, I mean, they're, they're scoring a fair amount of plays, but they're definitely in the bottom half of the SEC. And um, that's nothing new. I'm glad I, for, for a while there, at least felt like they were going to give Florida a competition. But it, it is what it is. I, I know you guys are happy. It's exactly what you want to see out of your program. Right. Well, it, well again. it is and it isn't, right? I mean, I, I think, you know, we mentioned, you know, and, and we'll take a minute, you know, to say Kyle Trask, <laughs> two games, 684 yards, 10 touchdowns, one interception. Right. I mean, well, those are numbers we have fumble, not right? seen. Yeah. It was a turnover, those, but a fumble. Yeah. Those are numbers we haven't seen since Chris Leak and Tim Tebow at, at, at Florida. Right. And I think they have the offense now that you, you expect from a University of Florida football team. Which what is interesting. seeing though, is the defense that we've seen the last few it years. It isn't hemorrhaging fucking touchdowns. Exactly. Or, and that's or not what even touchdowns. Me. Hemorrhaging, like with South Carolina, the big chunks of yardage Just, from a yeah. running back and things like that. It's like tackle somebody, lock up in the box. You know, they need they show consistency or they show sparks where their guys get in the backfield. They cause the passer to speed up his progression. Right. They rush him and make him work a little faster or they panic him or he has to scramble. But they're just not consistent in terms of their tackling and their secondary, you know, being man-on-man coverage or whatever you're doing. Just they'll, they'll lose guys in the backfield where, or in secondary where they just slip coverage and they're like, how the fuck is that dude wide open? You know, you guys need to be playing at a better level because you're going to come up against the Georges and the Alabamas down the road. They or the will LSUs. burn you for that. Right. Did I, did I hear this correctly, that he was only offered one other scholarship besides division, Florida? To division a Division two, two, three, two or three. Texas. Two or three. Yeah. And it was uh, – McElwain saw him at a, at, a, at a camp, a Florida camp, and yep. offered him a scholarship on the spot. Yep. Clearly, Michael Wayne did one thing right. Thing right. It wasn't I, much, I, I, but that I, was I, the one thing I think. He's I kind of wanted to point that out because I know yeah, he's no, been great call. a few times. Yeah, yeah, Dallas Baptist at Division Two That's College it. was the only other place. And, and I don't know, man. I mean, but for that 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 fumble, which I mean, that shit happens. He looked pretty crisp again to me yesterday. But his his prowess in terms of working through his progressions and making good choices when he is throwing, he is obviously knock on wood not thrown an interception. And of course it's hard to argue when you have the Kyle to Kyle hookup with Kyle Pitts, who right now right. no one can seem to stop. But, but you know, th- that brings up a great point though. It, it's not just the Kyle to Kyle. I mean, that's what you see, right? And obviously that when, when they get in the red zone and they're looking for touchdowns, that's where they're going to go in the first game. He threw to 11 different receivers. I don't know what the total was yesterday. I know like through the third quarter, it was nine different receivers. So it's not just you, – you can't lock in on Kyle Pitts, you know, and, and double cover, triple cover him because you're going to have a whole host of other people that are going to burn you then. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, Wibble hips. They, they've set Wibble the hips. stage nicely, yeah. though. They've set it nicely that way. I mean, Kyle Pitts looks like a freaking beast. I he mean, does. if he's not a, oh a first-round prospect, you, yeah. I don't know who is. And that's like they said repeatedly. He's a tight end that plays like a wide receiver. He's got a tight end build, but he has – the dynamic nature of a wide receiver. In the hands and everything. Yeah, you can line him up, you know, at wide receiver and he can run the field. Uh, Again, yes, I was happy with that outcome. But as we move forward, we're going to be facing the LSUs. We're going to face Georgia. uh, Which, I mean, I don't know that LSU right now scares me this year, but Georgia does for sure. Absolutely. Uh, So that was the Florida-South Carolina game. 
Tennessee. I, I guess there were some other games maybe that were played yeah, yesterday. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's, there are three other games on this list that interest me greatly, but, but let's, let's get, let's get to yep. Tennessee. Let's Missouri. go. Okay. Tennessee, Missouri. Was anybody surprised <laughs> by the outcome? Nope. Nope. <laughs> me neither. Okay. Not we can all. move on. Alabama, Texas A&M. We talked about this one as well. We all, we all thought Alabama was going to, was going to win. Not I'm only surprised they, by the score line. They dominated that. Game. Yes, that that's what surprised me. I I, I felt like A and M might have kept it a little bit closer. Yeah, uh, but clearly that wasn't the case. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know of the 24 points, how many were picked up? You know, I don't know how many were picked up in scrub time. So right, and yeah, I that know, one the, the score line surprised me on that. Yeah, they just came out and just walked all over Texas A and M, but. I don't. I don't really think any of us thought that was going to go another way. I mean, like I said, we talked. No, Texas A&M had no chance of beating. Well, you never say no chance, but didn't have much of a chance of beating Alabama. You just hope that they keep it closer. The, the concern you've got now, though, I mean, I guess they are ranked fairly high, but you know, how much longer does Jimbo Fisher have out there? You know, obviously they're paying him a pretty penny to produce a winner, right? And you know, fifty-two twenty-four. I mean, obviously Alabama. Is is one of the gold standards in the SEC right now? Yeah, that, that's not a good. A you good and look. I, you and I have had this conversation, and it is the win now, the product of the win now mentality, right? But when you are in this conference, I don't care who you are as a coach. When you come into this conference, if you aren't an Alabama, an LSU, a Florida, a Georgia, to some degree, you have to give those coaches time. You can't sure. expect to come in now and just put up a 10-11 win season if you're coming in like Mike Leach at Mississippi state, if they're coming in going, Mike, we expect 10, 12 wins. Don't even take the job. That. Right. He's <laughs> lost that battle because look at the conference he plays in. Yeah. I think you have to give these time, these, these guys time. You and I talked about this with Kiffin. Oh God. Uh, they got to give him time. I know it's his first year as much as I dislike his coaching. I think you have to give him time in this conference. You can't just expect him to come in and, and not, have some issues in terms of his win percentage. So the flip game, Ole Miss, Kentucky, and this literally was that fucking game. Like, well, I mean, we called it, we called it again, right? We, yeah. we, we said this was a pick em. Yes. Uh, although missing that extra point, that's going to haunt that kid. You well, get into overtime, you, you, you score, and then you miss it. And yes. As they say in Ted Lasso, you have to be what kind of animal? A goldfish. Got to be a fucking goldfish. You got to forget that shit and move on. Easier said than done. I agree. And and I told Mac before you came on, I'm not. I don't care. I'm not rooting for Lane Kiffin. I'm not. I don't give. I don't give a shit who he plays. I will pick the other team against him all year. I just don't have the stomach to do it. But I. But I did say I will Lindsey Graham that shit. And you can use my words against me. If he does win eight games, nine games, then I will. I will admit, okay, maybe he's moving in the right direction. But you got to get through that that gauntlet first. You got to prove that a you can win, and b you can recruit to continue winning. And it's those are the parts. The, let's be honest; it's all about the recruitment. That's, of that's it. it. What it yeah. always comes down to. And at the end of the day, and he hasn't you do that, been you in do a. That would, you do that would be inconsistently good. I mean, why right. why, why, why is Alabama a powerhouse? Right. Because Saban's been consistently able to to put quality product out there and win. And that's right. what a lot of these kids want. They want that national championship. Well, they want yeah, that stage to get them to the next level. Right. That's it. You you he can easily go into a kid's house, you know, a five star recruit's house and say, You come play for me, you will be a first round draft pick. Right. You know, you obviously you can't say that to everybody, but but if you get a five star recruit, it's an easy sell because you're gonna be playing nationally televised games every week. You're going to be in the top five without a doubt, you know, right. probably top two. So you're going to be playing, you're going to be playing 
in the bowl championship series, one of those four right. games. If you stay for four years, probably two or three years, you're going to be playing for a national championship if you play at Alabama. So it, it's an easy sell. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, why would – you know, if I've got Alabama and what, – what was the other school you were talking about that offered Trask, you know, pitching – Dallas me, Baptist. Where am I going, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Someone like a Kiffin, I think he can, I imagine – when he's sitting in a living room, he can go, yes, you can go to Alabama and you can do all those things that you just mentioned in three years because they are so deep right now. You're going to have to wait your turn. You come to my school, you play you're tomorrow. Starting. Right. Yeah. You're a five-star, you will start tomorrow. Where you go to Alabama, there are a lot of five-stars. You go to Clemson, there are a lot of five-stars. You come to Ole Miss, I can guarantee you playing time now. So maybe that's his that's, sell. That's a good sell. Because again, in the SEC, you're going to be pl- you're going to be in a televised game no matter right. what. You may not be playing on CBS at 8 p.m., <laughs> but you will be televised on some network, and this is always going to be a relevant conference in terms of like you're saying the national the, the the college playoff. And maybe that's what he needs to do. Maybe that's any coach that's not a saving or something like that. That's how they have to pitch it. I don't know. We're going to skip the next one, and we're going to go to LSU Vanderbilt. Not surprised. No, Although, I mean, you know, I'm sorry, but Vanderbilt is just, you know, Hoss, you and I have talked about this. Fantastic school. I think, you know, great educationally, but at some well, point, well, I mean, do you not do Nashville, you, I can tell you there's an amazing culture. There. Amazing right. But at some point, do you just I mean, not and their shut baseball down team, the Their baseball team is amazing. I think they won the World Series, College World Series a couple years ago, maybe three years ago. Their basketball team is is, is very good. It's, it's good. Yeah. In football, they just – they don't get the recruits. They just don't. And and, and this is a – And why is that, do you wonder? I, I don't know, right? I mean, obviously, I guess I back to what you just said. They, they, they don't have that important. winning culture. Out of all the schools in the SEC, if education was important, I'm pretty sure Vanderbilt would be on most of our lists. Right. At the time. Sure. Arkansas and Mississippi State, this was a shocker for me. Obviously, uh, it was a shocker for all of us. None of us saw this coming. We no, thought last no. week after that, yeah. after the, the, the Air Raid 2.0 show right. and, and Arkansas not playing so well the previous week, I think we all just kind of like locked that in as a W. It was a right. no-brainer. Uh, Costello was 43 for 59, 313 yards, one TD, but three interceptions. Haas – like you said, they lost the turnover battle there and paid for it against Arkansas. So that's what happens. They I, they clearly we were wrong. They watched game footage all week and they figured it the fuck out real quick. Well, maybe they figured it out. Maybe part of it was too that Mississippi State not offense got a little full of themselves from the previous week. That's possible. They, they drink a little too much because come. I mean, come. They they did take down LSU, right? Like it's not like they. I I, I can think back to. If I'm in my late teens, early 20s, and I'm on a team that takes down the the reigning national champion, I'm riding a high, right? right? Like I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked. How do you not? How do you take that ego at that age and kind of set that aside and prepare? I, look, sure, give Arkansas their due credit. They clearly watched film. They clearly prepared well. That that is a byproduct of forcing three turnovers from an offense like that. Right. But I also think part of it probably was, was the former as well. I, I, I'm, I'm sure that Mississippi State got a little – they bought a little too much into their own hype without thinking about, you know, taking care of business. And they paid for it. And then well, finally – oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, keep in mind, you know, at, at the quarterback position, you know, Felipe Franks is no slouch. I mean, Arkansas's got a good quarterback. You know, he was, what, 20 for 28, 212 yards yesterday, two touchdowns. So, you know, they've got a leader there. Um, I know he's a transfer, obviously, out of Florida. 
but, but has a proven track record. He's got a proven track record. He was a winner there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's no reason to think that he's not going to be a winner at, at Arkansas. I agree. Uh, but I, I don't know if it's more Arkansas played that well as more of, of Mississippi state just, they struggled because I think like Ha said, they drank too much of the Kool-Aid and they sure. came maybe believing too much of the hype. Yeah, it's not that, that, that you're right. Felipe Frank's quarterbacking for Arkansas. It's, that's not, for me, that's not what was at issue. Okay. What's at issue is to go a 30-point swing, to go from scoring 44 points one week to 14 the next. Right. And it's not even just that. It was the quality of the 44 right. last week. It's a huge pendulum swing. And, it's, and obviously, and I, and I would imagine it is for you guys as well, it's a big red flag for me. Going from scoring at will to struggling to score. That's a huge and, and scoring at will against an LSU. Yes. She's struggling to score against an Arkansas. And it's like, yes. oh, shit. Couldn't have said it better. What yep. happened? Exactly. Uh, speaking of struggling to score, hmm. Bo Nix and the Tigers, Auburn against Georgia. Uh, Is that our game of the week? It, it, that's the game of the week. <laughs> I didn't be, even so bother. Admitted, admittedly, how late this game comes on, I have not seen it. So okay. I obviously, I know what the score line was, uh, gotcha. clearly, but I, I don't know much more about the. I, uh, I don't even know how to qualify this game. I really thought Auburn was going to show up. I thought they were going to do something besides two fucking field goals. I mean, they literally got shut down. And, of course, I know they, had, they lost the guy early on for targeting Monday. Uh, Next guy up, though. I mean, Smoke you've got to play that way. Right. But then Georgia <laughs> lost LeCount late. I think it was in maybe the end of the second half or, or second quarter. Uh, for targeting. So they were both down major players on defense and yet Auburn just couldn't get their shit together. And and then on the flip side, you had Georgia again, this fucking kid Stetson Bennett, 17 for 28, 240 yards, one TD, zero interceptions, very consistent, controlled, poised in the pocket, much like a Kyle Trask. The guy's been just non-existent for years and then just shows up to the dance and I know Saturday Down South posted something on Instagram and said, we'd like to apologize. The Georgia-Auburn game was delayed due to a halftime ceremony where Georgia retired Stetson Bennett's number. Maybe that's a little premature this <laughs> early on. That's fucking amazing, though. Stetson Bennett. Oh, pro- pro- yes. Props to Saturday Down South, man. Those guys, are, those guys and gals are just tuned in. It's just, it. you've got this, you know, Dewan Mathis and JT Daniels. I, I'll be honest, if I'm Georgia – I leave him on the bench for now, and I, I stick with Bennett until he proves otherwise. There's no reason not to go with this kid. So, Well, what, what's the old adage? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't exactly. fix it. Absolutely. I, I mean, no need to overthink um, this. And, and again, but you, but you brought it up. You know, you look at Bo Nix. I mean, quite frankly, just played atrociously, I exactly. think, last night. Yes. You know, 21 for 40, 177 yards and an interception. Th- those kind of numbers are going to be hard to beat any team in the SEC short of maybe Vanderbilt. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Vandy. We love you still. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, you can't come out and play a primetime game against Georgia, put up those kind of numbers, and, and have any hope of winning. No. No. And, and, again, those are the types of games where if you can't step up and be big and, and make those games count, then, yeah, it's going to be an issue. You've got to be able to win those games. You Yes, beating the Vandys or the Mississippi States, whatever – fine but if you can't step up and beat the big dogs then you're you know you're gonna be mired in mediocrity for well here's the thing not even beat the big dogs but they, they, they play them tight i mean that was the, they scored less points this week than vanderbilt did right 
Wow. Poor Vandy. <laughs> but you're I absolutely mean, right. That's so the measuring stick. If you're scoring the least amount of points in the entire conference. And you're ranked number seven. And you're ranked number. Yeah, exactly. That's like, a problem. So what you're which saying is, clearly they're going to fall this week, right? And they should. Vanderbilt, Auburn. Vanderbilt wins that game. Seven to six. Right. So it kind of goes back to my thing where if, if I had an eyebrow raised or, 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 or a little, uh, some red flags pie on Mississippi State, I clearly do for Auburn as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they're definitely overranked right now. Yes. And, I, and that may continue to be shown throughout the next couple of weeks. So we, we shall see. Real quick, I just wanted to throw one little shout out because I'm in the state of Florida. Uh, nothing gives me more satisfaction than seeing UCF get their Deuce. ass beat yep you mean uh, the, the defending national, national championship, championship wannabes yes hey yeah. I, I, i'm gonna get some shirts printed out for us so we can be national champions too sweet is that all it I takes mean, just you know, a shirt? if you have a screen printer you can be a national champion right perfect yeah getting <laughs> beat by tulsa to know we're national champions fellas <laughs> we're national champions we don't That's need t-shirts we're, there we're, you go. Go. We don't we're need legends no in our own minds <laughs> nice yeah all right, so next week, let's jump into what would be week six for college football, but week three for the SEC. Do we want to pick pick these um, we can. as we go through? through? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. we can. All right, so, uh, okay, so Haas, you and the Grinch are currently tied with 11 wins. Yep. Matt comes in second, or, or technically third, I guess, with 10, and I bring up the rear with eight. And I will probably continue to fall because, like I said, I'm just not rooting <laughs> for Lane Kiffin, and if I have to get punished every week, I'm good with that. Well, this is an easy week for you because, let's be <laughs> honest, nobody's picking Lane no. over Alabama. Nope. <laughs> so, nope. But then nope. you got to go. He was his offensive coordinator. Does that factor in? No. You know, it's no. one of those things I always <laughs> talk about. The coordinator's always wanting to come back and show Daddy how it's Yeah, and, and how often does that happen? Oh, it does. Daddy's going to spank him. Right. Da- Daddy, Daddy's going to pin him over the knee and right. give him a good old-fashioned what for. All um, right, Haas. So since you are technically tied for the lead, uh, and we don't have Grinch today, we will let you make your yep. picks first. So Vanderbilt, right. South Carolina. South Carolina. Go Cox. All righty. Texas A&M, Florida. Florida. Okay. I love it when a plan comes together. Arkansas, Auburn. Pass. <laughs> can you can you Ma- We'll come back to it. Yeah, I want to come back to that one. I need to think on that one for a minute. That's why I said pass, because that one's, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Alabama. Uh, yeah, I figured. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississippi State, Kentucky. Here's another yeah, this, one. This is another one. Right, exactly. This is another one that's a pick em. Like, uh, 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 I mean. These, these will be the, the separators, right? Because <laughs> Yes, because people will probably waffle in right. terms of their choices. I, I'm going to well, go Kentucky. Okay. I am, yep. All right. LSU, Missouri. Uh, I'll go LSU. That might be a mistake as well, actually. And Georgia, um, Tennessee. I'm going to go Georgia. For, for multiple reasons. I mean, you know, we all kind of quasi grew up in Georgia and I think we're all secondarily Georgia fans to some degree. We don't hate them. Like some no, people no, do. No, we hate them. Uh, are you sure? I went, no, yeah. I went to a Georgia Florida game and their fans yeah. told me I should hate them by their behavior. Oh really? Well, Even only one won, of them. It doesn't she matter. Was she was a bitch. Well, she should have been punched in the mouth. I'm sorry. I have to say that. Openly. Well then let me put it to you like this. I like Tennessee. I, I a lot do less. not like Tennessee uh, more than Georgia. <laughs> I, I like Georgia it's a level a of dis- fair dis- maybe it's just that that obnoxious orange. I've just so never less, been a fan. I've just never been a fan. Years. And even having lived in the great state of Tennessee, if I can say that without laughing, think about this one. So what are you thinking here? Yeah, yeah sorry, I got off topic. I'm gonna send you know, before my, you start. I, I'm gonna. Mrs. Send Haas out. is from Arkansas, so we're gonna roll Arkansas. 
Go Hogs. Yes. yes. Yeah, go Hogs. Look at you. I'm sorry. Suey Pig. Say it, baby. Say it. How's it going? Suey. He's dope. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Big Mac, we're going to jump to you. South Carolina Vandy. Ooh, South Carolina Vandy. I'm going South Carolina just because, God forbid, if you lose to Vandy, I mean, they might kick you out of the league. Heard. All right. Um, Florida A&M. Florida a and I'm going Florida. Uh, again, like I said, this one scares me a little bit, but, but I think to Haas's point, you know, Florida puts up more points than anybody right now. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Arkansas, Arb- Auburn. Auburn yeah. I'm going Arkansas. Shit. All right. Alabama, Ole Miss, I assume Alabama, but I won't. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's a no-brainer to me, okay. Alabama. Um, Mississippi State, Kentucky. I think I'm taking Kentucky as well. They, they've looked good. You know, they got a couple losses, but, but they look good, and I think they're due. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that's why I did it, because I think they're better than what they're, the, the scoreline says. Right. LSU, Missouri. Uh, LSU. And Georgia, Tennessee. They're playing – I mean, they are playing again – Back in Georgia, so it is a yeah. home game in Georgia. I'm going Georgia. Georgia it is. So there will be no separation here. So no matter how this week falls out between you two, you will still be one game behind at the end of the weekend. It's because we're smart people, Mac. Well, I'm not – yeah. Right. I'm the, oh, okay, but oh, – God, I, I hate – I'm going to say it. Here's my problem with some college football coaches, I think in sports in general – is I dislike a coach, and you said it about Muschamp kicking the field goal. I don't tolerate coaches that play not to lose. I would prefer them to play to win. And that's my problem. And this is the same thing. And it's like you, yes, maybe it's early on in the season. You don't pick wacky picks to gain ground, right? I get that. But it's like when it comes to the sports aspect, coaches should always, like a Spurrier and a Saban, you play to win. You don't play to not lose. That's playing it safe. And that's a problem I do have. So – Yes, I, I get. Look, I couldn't agree and... with you more because you know what it is? It's disrespectful to your coaches and their families. It's disrespectful to the players and their families. And, and quite frankly, it's disrespectful, to, it's, it's disrespectful to your competition. Right. When you don't play to win. Because right. when, you, when you play down like that, nah, that's not cool. So, yeah, I'm going to go uh, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. I still think Vanderbilt becomes the whipping post of the conference. I think South Carolina, as we've said, they're almost there. Florida, Texas A&M, I'm less worried than Mac is. I think Florida, their consistency, the Kyle to Kyle uh, hookup, Swivel Hips and Kendarius Tony, and even Pierce and Davis, our running backs, have have been very good. good. Pierce Pierce took some big chunks yesterday. I was impressed. Arkansas, Auburn. I I think Auburn's going to do the LSU thing. They're going to rebound after getting the shit kicked out of them by Georgia and go, "Uh uh-uh, we're not losing again. And I think they will get it done. Alabama, Ole Miss. Sorry, Lane. You can go fuck yourself. It's, it's going to be Alabama. You're, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, I also think this is a Kentucky win here. LSU against Missouri. I don't even know what I'm spelling here. How's that drink treating you? Hey, <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm going to go with Georgia, yes, because I like I, I dislike them, but less than Tennessee. So, yeah. All right, so, you're, so, all right, so you're, you're hoping for an Auburn over Arkansas win, over whereas Arkansas. Mac, Mac and I believe. To separate us a little yeah. bit. All right. Well, I appreciate it, gentlemen. Until next time, yeah. we'd like to say Empire. Salute Salutus Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> <laughs>